This is exactly right. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. You went to Taco Taco Bell instead of Starbucks? It was just easier. This Starbucks near the airport, you have to get park your car and then get out and go into a hotel. Both of them, I believe. So I just wanted to be on call because I knew that you were you were coming off of a problematic flight. It was I didn't want you to be standing curbside like an orphan oh i'm it's funny to be i don't know that we've ever done it this way where i'm the one i've learned some things where Uh i'm the one being picked up first of all anyone that we would be picking up probably is not in the best state of mind to podcast that's what i've found just because i didn't talk to anyone for a couple hours yep and just now, <clears throat> I didn't even, I messed up the word taco. <laughs> because I need to talk for a while because... Because uh, you need to taco for a while. I need to taco to people <clears throat> before I um, start using my burrito eater. <laughs> and it is, this is all peaking. It's... Oh, sorry. It's quite all right. It's, it's my me. boisterous, it uh, is. if not <clears throat> obnoxious drama student laugh. So I think there were... That's there. It's a problem. It's a flaw with our original, our original, uh, play. original. It's really bizarre how <laughs> I need to practice talking. Um, do I you need Starbucks? What do you need? I would love it, but let's not do that. Okay. Um, yeah, though, we'll get all involved. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. It was a, it was a, just a flight that kept getting delayed, and they'd never have a reason. And people want answers. They. Yeah. They yell things like, this is ridiculous, or this is unbelievable, and I find it to be always believable. <laughs> so believable. And hardly ever ridiculous. I always feel like I'm getting away with something when my, there's nothing wrong with my flight. Right, exactly. It, it's half the time, and I never check a bag, and of course, uh, they had lost my only my bag. Everyone left, and it was only me, <laughs> and then if it's just you, they're like, well, it's something you did. Yeah. And they said, what does it look like? And I said, well, it's a dark gray kind of shiny duffel bag. Samsonite is the name on it. And then they proceeded to check flowery purple roller bags. And sure. I'm like, well, that's not the bag I just described. But it, And then somehow 
uh, it just ended up tumbling out at the end and the turnstile started again just for my bag so I don't know wow it's not interesting at all it but was I bet it was co- it was cozy behind a flowery roller bag it was hiding behind someone that was on vacation by someone <laughs> I mean a bag a so, fun a fun bag a bag that's also a person in, I, uh, in our cartoon world. Oh, I, I would love to see a, a bag with just some blinking cartoon eyes, <laughs> just with my real eyes, for once. Just an inanimate object. And then it flips over forward onto its own eyes <laughs> and is blinded. <laughs> I had a great trip. I sure want to get these dirty socks out of me. Going, going. <laughs> um, I was in Phoenix. Arizona? Arizona mm-hmm. for the All Things Comedy uh, podcast and comedy festival. And the clubs there, one of them seats 700 people, I think, stand up live. And then the improv there seats over 400. And all my shows were there. And they were so fun. And I like doing stand up a lot again. You should, because you're good at stand-up comedy. Well, thank you. I have not been doing it, and I've felt like that's not what I do anymore. Like, if I take a couple weeks off, just because I don't have anything booked, at the end of those couple weeks, I have no identity, and I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. Because I've just been drawing pictures, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm a guy that draws pictures. And then when you get on stage, you there's no rhythm. You don't even know how to talk funny anymore. You're It's like you try to get these ideas on their feet and it sounds like you've never done stand-up yeah or and this is what happened this time or i'm on stage and it feels new and exciting again and i'm nervous and i resort to my old stumbling uh frenetic improvised my back is against the wall and i'm having a breakdown and hopefully it's funny way which is what i did this time and it was very fun and I felt, it turned out to be funny right yeah it yeah. was also I felt like I haven't done that improv since I got in trouble there 10 years ago <laughs> for uh, meddling with the staff like a Russian vote counter I uh, just was they were fun and they wanted to hang out and then I showed up and the owner I think he's passed away uh, but he was like I heard you went to six shooters with my staff I was in trouble for being invited and going with people that worked at a comedy club to a bar that was across the parking lot yeah that's not how comedy clubs work no where was that man from the rectory the priest's rectory the local catholic church well I know that he was a really religious enough to be in the program of 12 steps <laughs> which I was invited to just for ordering a drink they also said back then that there was a law that no performer could have an alcoholic beverage uh, on or before the, the show. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't. that must be an Arizona law. And the people that work at the club now said, well, that is not true at all. Yeah. Here's your free drinks. Here's- it's, there's no, I've never heard of a club doing any of these fucking things. Right. There just used to be this looming thing there that you will get in trouble for something. And uh, I, I kind of, my nervousness was based in me feeling like I was that person ten years ago, opening for Sarah Silverman. Well, it must be nice now that you know that era has ended. Yes, it, it, truly, those people are gone. And this club was so fun. The Tempe Improv is so great. Oh, and so man. were they like showcase shows, like eight people yeah. on a show? And it was mostly a lot of the comics that have 
podcasts at All Things Comedy or like Comedy Store guys. Like right. there, it's a lot of comics that I don't see very often that I'm not on shows with. Right. And it was really fun to do these shows with sold out crowds. Um, with these guys I don't get to do shows with. It was really fun. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I loved it. I had a fun trip. Well, I'm glad. And then I lost my bag and it ruined everything. <laughs> it didn't, though. It didn't. It didn't. I'm fine now. Because it wasn't lost. All is not lost. Wait, it's really... First of all, welcome back to Los Angeles. Thank you. We brought in some fog for you. It's kind of cold, even. It's like a little wintry October evening with a very thick marine layer Ooh. headed up this 405 right now. <laughs> and this is a loner car. I thought it wasn't your car. It's not because it's the same exact car, oddly. They had my exact car, except for a different interior. Because I took my car in because it's. I thought something's wrong with the brakes because it's a new car. So every sound it makes, I'm like, oh, I got a bad one. And I get really upset. And so I took it in and nothing's wrong with it at all. But then I said, hey, do you tint windows? And they were like, sure. So I'm getting all my windows tinted. Oh, that's great. So I still have the loaner. That's terrific. You know what I did is I looked down at the steering wheel and it seemed like it had aged more. Oh, yeah? Than in your car. Oh, right. Yeah. This must be a little older. Um, yeah. This, your car's a little fancier, isn't it? Thank you. I would like to think so. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's classier. It's just... It's just more regal. Mm-hmm. Which is what I need in my interior... Vehicle interiors. Regalness? A regality A regality. Sorts. Thank you. <laughs> I need to be regaled with leather stitching. And, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I feel like it's different color, too. Anyway, it's, this is also a beautiful car. I mean, the whole Lexus line of they hybrids really, is really something to be really know what they're doing. They're just, it's a gorgeous, cushy car. Um, Have I talked about how comfortable these seats are? <laughs> Not yet! Oh, they are amazing. <laughs> uh... You know what I would think about driving down here is how you in Los Angeles, you kind of know what somebody does for a living based on their car. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just certain types of people have certain cars. Right. And don't have other cars. Like, famous people always have uh, a Mercedes that looks like it's a military vehicle. Like, right. it looks like it's bulletproof. Oh, those for, boxy no, Mercedes. Yeah. And those those people always drive terribly. They drive terribly. They don't need that much protection. They're mm-hmm. not under a threat of child soldiers or rhinoceri. <laughs> it's not the plural of it. And then, uh, same with, like, those tall, like, a Land Rover that looks like it's two stories tall. Right. There's always those where you're like, what do you fucking need that for? It's funny. My friend bought, and I, it didn't make sense to me until it all came together. He bought, like, one of those Mercedes Sprinter vans that has no windows. The ones bands drive around in? Yes. It was all gutted, but it's four-wheel drive and big and tall, and it... And they turned it into this camping vehicle, and it's oh. got beds and and swiveling chairs in it, and it's got a heater that will uh, they could like park it in a ski area lot and set the heater to warm it up right before they're done skiing. It's, oh wow! It's pretty. I, he also has a cat flap in his house that has a chip reader, so other cats can't come in unless <laughs> they have an embedded chip. It's the most high-tech cat situation 
I've ever been. Your uh, friends are James Bond. Privy to yes, <laughs> my friend uh, Ross is is kind of James Bondy. That's very cool. It is cool. So is he a sponsored snowboarder? Is that why he gets he to have used, a sprinter that's rebuilt? He, he used to be. Yeah, he used to be a professional snowboarder yeah. for K two, and that's how I got all my stuff. And I'd just follow him around for <laughs> most of my late teens and twenties. The best. Yeah. The life. And but no, he he does websites and has a cool, cool uh, gadgets. Does he gadget up and listen to his friend Chris's podcast? I wonder if he does. I always want to ask him. (laughs) I know some of his friends do. Some of his friends' wives. I'll ask him. Yeah, right to his face. Ask his face. Do you know me? Do you recognize me? Huh? That's funny because (laughs) if you listen to our podcast. You also, I guess, wouldn't recognize my you face. You wouldn't recognize yes, my face, but, but you would recognize the same stories I tell over and over. This voice that is scolding you. You'd this recognize voice. that. And this voice that's from the theater. Oh, it was, uh, yeah. I, um, I, and Phoenix is interesting. Phoenix is one of those downtowns where there's no people except homeless folks. Oh, shit. But, uh, like our fair Los Angeles? It's so clean. I don't I don't trust a downtown area like San Antonio was like that, where it, there's no garbage anywhere. And what are you looking for in a downtown? I want some character. I want some <laughs> urine. I want some rats. I want some more urine. I would like a wrapper. I want to know where that burger's been. <laughs> what Have you ever been to downtown San Diego? The uh, gas lamp district? This looks like... This place, yeah, it's like that too. It's very clean, yes. Oh, but I, uh, I'd never been there on a Friday night, and we did a show there uh, a couple weeks ago, and afterwards, I think we ended up walking home, um, and it, or no, we didn't. We were in a car because we Ubered home because it was like New Orleans. It was like bikes, bikes that were lit up playing music with people drunk inside, like. It was like a big, huge party downtown. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I've... They really party down there. But there's a lot of... I'm scared of a lot of the MMA-looking dudes. It just looks like a bunch of professional mixed martial arts fighters there. In Oh, in San Diego? Yes. Yeah. That'll just kick your ass for no reason? Yeah. Yeah, okay. For not having Republican parents. <laughs> Look, we can't all be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why'd I have those liberal pinko parents? Fucking pinkos. So wait, I'm gonna go this way and get and get down to the beach. We're going past Tito's Tacos. I love Tito's Tacos. You love Tito's too. (laughs) The only thing better than a Tito's Taco is two. (laughs) And there's always a line. Yep. Speaking of pinkos, there's a line there like at Pink's (laughs) Hot Dogs, a line that I don't understand because that is just a diarrhea bullets for a poop gun. (laughs) <laughs> that, that those tacos. <laughs> I'm sorry. They are, I think I know what I meant. <laughs> Diarrhea bullets for a poop gun. <laughs> they are. It is. It is. <clears throat> it is very much a uh, going to cause that if um, you eat there. It tastes good, but you know what's going to happen. I'm going to rewind you slightly. Yes, thank you. Did you make up that Tito's taco jingle, or is that something you've heard? That is their song that they play on television. And there are flying tacos in it. And uh, is this just Venice TV? Straight something I couldn't see because I don't live there. It's it's funny. No, I think they pay good money to advertise on on network. Wow! It's a local commercial that I've seen often, and I'm not a huge 
TV watcher. Like, hey, there's a Sprinter. There's a Mercedes that Sprinter. That is the van. That is the type of van. It might even be a little smaller. Wow. The one he got. And so anyone sees it, they just assume it's like a work van. So it's unassuming. Like someone might break into a Winnebago or a, some kind of recreational vehicle. Not that, this one. Yeah. With his, they just think it's a bunch of boxes of pamphlets or something. It looks like a pamphlet van. It looks like a plumber's van. <laughs> exactly. It looks like business. None. Don't even worry about it. You it's just business. Who would break in just to get some plumber's feces-covered wrenches? <laughs> Someone who wants to fill their poop gun with <laughs> diarrhea bullets. <laughs> fresh from the plumber's van. So a bunch of pairs of pants that don't quite fit well in the waist, so you get that signature crack. I, um... Yeah, it's... Uh, Can it's, I tell you, sorry about um, uh, when I took my brag, when I took my car in to get fixed, as I, the anecdote I just told you. Oh, yes. The man who was helping me was like someone in a sketch playing a character of a guy that works at a Lexus dealership. Like, uh -huh. he was real smooth, and he kind of looked like somebody you would see at a uh, bluegrass festival on the weekends. Like, oh. um, he had a Kenny Rogers feel about oh. him. And he was very low-key. And I was, I couldn't, I was like, are you on edibles? What? He was like, he seemed like an ex-hippie that was now just chilling at the Lexus dealership. Sure, okay. And when I called him, so like, I brought it in at 10 a.m., mm -hmm. went to work, and then later on in the day, got an email that was like, do you approve all these charges? And I wasn't being charged anything for what I brought it in for, but then there's my charges for my new idea of window tinting. And... It said that I didn't approve those charges. So I called him on the phone number on the email and it's, it's his direct line. And he's like, hello. That's how he answered the phone. And I was like, oh, hi, whatever his name is, Bob. This is Karen Kulgarif. You just left me a message. And he was like, I know, Karen. And I was just like, oh, so you meant to answer the phone like that. Oh, wow. Hello. Yes. Well, hello. It was like he had just gotten off on Friday afternoon, rolled his windows down. It was really hilarious. Yeah, that's... I, and we've talked about how our moms answered phones. Hello. Okay. My mom... I think my mom would go, well, hello. Like... <laughs> worried yeah yeah oh and my dad would just go hello and which oh. is what i do now and my dad goes oh and then <laughs> my friends would go um is karen there and then i'd get on the phone they go are you in trouble and i'd be like no why yep. what are you talking about my sister's friends i remember them being <laughs> intimidated or scared of my dad's hello hello but he wasn't mad no? It's just, uh, we say hello weird. Just death. In my family. Yeah. Just kind of shouty, like you're you're just wrapping up, sh yelling at someone to turn off the bathroom light, and then you answer the phone in the right. same voice. That's because it's a waste of electricity. <laughs> That's why. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slam the car door. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, people always think that when I... It always... I've got to change the way... Because you're supposed to say it like a question. Like, hello? Who could it be? I'm so curious. I'm an owl. <laughs> and I, I just say hello. And then, and then always people stop and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a joke greeting. Yes. I thought you were going to keep talking. Because you're saying hello like... Um, 
the phone call, the movie phone. Movie, uh, yeah. Hello. Tonight's features (laughs) are me talking to you (laughs) right now. At 8.30. (laughs) Which is the time (laughs) right now. In other words, please say something so we can have a conversation. And then I hang up. I like to be very... I don't even talk on the phone anymore anymore. I know. Anyway. It's so sad. It is sad. I do have a couple friends who like talking on the phone. I talk, yes. There's some people. Yes, there are some people. Of course, sisters always talk on the phone. Yes. You know how they be. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, you had... Did you... Where were you this weekend? Did you go anywhere? No, um... No, the uh, last weekend... Was it last weekend? You were somewhere. Yes, last weekend I was somewhere. Uh, that's when I was in Madison and Minneapolis with our friend Michelle Balloon. She's the best. She's she's number one. We had a real good time. I met her sisters. Um, Isn't it fun to meet uh, specifically her sister, but uh, just fraternal twin sisters oh like my Martha God. Kelly's sister... When someone has the same mannerisms and the same face, sort of, but Michelle's sister is riddled with tattoos and it's a punk rock version of Michelle. <laughs> yes. They couldn't look more different. And when I met be, or them, be more dif- different. Yeah, yeah. But her sister is also funny and dry, but it just takes a while yeah. to find out. She's like more subtle. Yeah. Wait, Martha Kelly's also a twin? Yes, and her sister is did she's like a submissive dominatrix. She wrote a book about it. She's <laughs> like a sex worker. Whoa! And and Martha has always been, you know, people think she might work in a library or something. Just yes. the way she carries herself, she's and then you so hear low key. Her talk, and she's super funny. Yeah, and her they have the same voice, but they're just a little. When I first met. Uh, Martha's sister I just started laughing at her like she started talking and she said good to meet you sir and it was some version of Martha (laughs) and I couldn't take it it just made me laugh so hard that's so funny wow that's fascinating yeah I do I do enjoy meeting siblings of people I've known for almost a decade and then all of a sudden there's this new person that is a version of them yeah it doesn't have to be twins but it helps (laughs) <laughs> it just helps to make it make sense. It helps to make me laugh at their face if they are a twin. <laughs> but, um, yeah. it uh, And I brought... Uh, I still have all these shirts that we printed. Oh, yeah. And they look beautiful. And I brought them there. And, of course, there just didn't seem like there would be a point where I'm hanging out at a table selling them. They didn't have, like, merch tables. So oh. I flew back with them. But oh. we got to find a way. For now, maybe, if you contact me on Twitter... At, at Chris Fairbanks, I can just send people shirts, put them in an yes, envelope. Yes, 100%. Yeah, I have larges, I have smalls. I've, I could go through all of them. I think I have everything. I, I don't have double extra larges, but I have extra larges, I think. Oh, that's good. I feel like all the people that have ever tweeted us and said, please make another episode, you get a t-shirt. Yes. But, but you're going to have to self-regulate because it's not like we've been writing your names down in a book or anything, right. as we should have been if we had any manners. But... If you are one of those people that has actively complained to us about not recording, we want to reward you for your care. Yes. Are we... We're giving them away? Uh, oh, no, no. You have to give us $90. <laughs> <laughs> we 
squeegee. <laughs> yeah, the, it, it will, they will be purchasable on a sliding scale according yeah. to your income and the car you drive. Yeah, and also, and then you're just your participation in this because for a long time we were doing this podcast, and honestly, I think we thought about thirty people listened to it. Yeah, I thought. And then when we stopped doing it, people really let us know. More than thirty let us know. De- so that's no way that was all of them. No. Right. Unless they were re-letting us know. And it, if they started different Twitter accounts to make us feel like more people cared, which would have been so beautiful. Oh, as I was driving around the... More Brady Stanellis type accounts, you mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And there's the Baboon Heart one. I think that was from this podcast, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't... That may be... Yeah, it has to be. The Bamboo... About my dream? Baboon Heart? Maybe. Maybe not. It's, I'm not going to pretend that that rings a bell. I can't really remember either. It was some, I don't know. Maybe it, had, maybe it was a murder reference. I don't think so, though. It's hard. To, the amount of recording of casual conversations that I do of myself these days is egregiously too many. And it's, it's getting to the point where, like anyone's dad, I'm, I know I repeat myself. I know yes. I say the same thing over the t- all the time. Same over here. The, over the time, over the, all the time. I just think as long as you enjoy the story, you can repeat it. Right. Uh, my fear, though, is that the story will change because I'm telling a liar's version <laughs> the second time. I support all embellishments. As long as we're being entertained while the story's happening, it doesn't have to be 100% accurate. I was taught as a young person that it's okay to lie if it makes the story better. Yes. Isn't that curious? No, that's I, I agree with that 100%. Don't lie like you're the best person or whatever. Don't like... Don't go crazy with the fa- the factual. It's the details that you can embellish. Right. Zhuzh them up a little bit. Make it new for me. <laughs> if I've heard it three times, just make it new. Good. See, that's all I'm doing. Right? I'm not lying. It's not that big of a deal. We're never driving me to my my beach home. <laughs> <laughs> We're headed uh, towards the ocean. And uh, we can pass, though. I'd like to keep talking. We'll pass my place. Okay. Yeah. No, I want to drive to the ocean. I haven't. I live, I've lived in Los Angeles for 25 years, perhaps. Maybe more. And you'd never go to the beach? I, I think I've been there three times. Five. Is, five altogether. Isn't that funny? I always, we would go from Montana all the way down to San Diego to visit my dad's cousins and my great-grandma in Coronado. Ooh. And um, yeah, it was nice. It was. Nice. You're right <laughs> to go. Ooh, it's fancy. It's it's fancy there, and uh, and they were modest homes, but they're in beautiful places. And uh, and they never. We would want to go to the beach, and they're like, "Oh, we uh, we haven't gone there in years." They were walking distance from the best <laughs> beach ever. And I always thought, what a waste. And now I'm one of these people. Now you do it too. I do go there just walked out but I thought if I ever lived by the ocean I'd be swimming in it I'd be surfing I'd just become Laird Hamilton or his character Lance Burkhardt from <laughs> the movie North Shore and become a waterman sure but um, I just kind of go there and then I worry about sharks and I I, uh, I don't surf like I thought I would I have a wetsuit I have a couple I have a couple boards surfing is though uh, from what I've been told and of course I've never even come close to doing anything like it but um very physically strenuous full body workout am i wrong about this it is the paddling and the getting out past waves is one of the most difficult things 
without drinking a bunch of water and panicking. One time I went surfing and I got drugged by a jet ski and and launched into a wave and immediately stood up and was able to surf. It is the standing out there stationary, waiting for a late wave, being able to catch it while on your belly and standing up and all of that, just getting to that point, just getting out to be in the right spot without a wave just uh, covering you and beating you up and making you almost drown. I've never gotten good at that. And I've gone surfing maybe 50 times. God. It's very difficult. Good for you, though. Yeah, I'll do it eventually. I would imagine... It's low impact. It, but also all those, like, the negative ions are good for you. The sea salt, the salt water. Being in nature is good for you. The phosphorus inside of a jellyfish. That's... That's always Bad good. for you. That's actually oh, bad that's for very you. That was bad. a trick. Okay. That was a trick. Yeah, no, that's bad. <laughs> Please don't eat jellyfish out of the water. Mm -mm, mm -mm. By, with just freehand. Let a professional fillet at first. <laughs> Look at this exciting. The other, the other thing is, I find it exciting to be down here with all the people. Look at. Yeah, this is this is my this is my hangout. That's Hanano's. That's a bar I go to more than I probably should or want people to know. Look. <laughs> Wait, should I go right here down the street? Um, yeah. Because I've made a terrible mistake no, going down here. I believe I? that our only choice now is to pay for parking in that lot. No fucking way. So we're gonna turn right here. Okay, great. And go past this guy that has a giant staff that lights up, um, and he has his shirt off. So he's some sort of wizard. Hello, sir. Oh, hello, kind-faced man. He does seem kind in the face, and yeah. he heard everything we were saying. <laughs> he also looked like some. He looked like someone that didn't belong here, just like me. Yeah, he had kind of a lost puppy dog look in his eyes. I love that look. I like her all white look. She's going to get a stain, however. <laughs> That's the thing. The people down here in Venice Beach area are good looking, right? That's the whole idea. I, you move down here, you've got small shorts, you know, <laughs> you're like, hey, it's me. I, look I, at my thing. I guess so. I don't, I, I go to other parts of town though, because I've been in Venice this whole time that I've been since 2003. Yeah. And I, I go to like Los Feliz or Hollywood and I'm like, wow, these people are good looking. Yeah, I guess it's just the whole place. This whole city is just riddled with handsome faced people. It's really is. You know, the people I'm the most jealous of, and I think they don't appreciate it enough, is people who have even skin tone. Oh, people without any level of blotchiness? Yes, people without any vein issues, without any um, just weird freckles. and. Well, I don't know you to have any varicoses. <laughs> I do. I do. I have all the things you don't want that if you want to wear shorts, you know? Yeah, I suppose. I, uh, I don't know. I haven't really uh, analyzed my skin tone evenness. Yeah, I bet because you have even skin tone, you don't have to analyze it. Oh, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Is that I'm one of these people. You're you're exactly who I hate, and I'm glad I can tell you. About <laughs> Just because of my skin? Yeah. Hello. Yes. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. <laughs> hey. <laughs> can I tell you about the time that uh, young Zach Galifianakis, without a beard, like a long time ago, oh, Zach, no. came to Austin and he went. He was performing at our Bad Dog Comedy Theater, and he um, hired two guys that had a dance studio, 
they were like hip hop and also classically trained dancers. These two big African American dudes, and one one during one of his songs, he said the N word while playing piano, and the audience even was like, "Ooh," but it just rhymed and it was a ridiculous song. And then this one of the guys in the audience, but he just seemed like a guy that was in the crowd said, right. "Hey, I don't like it." when white people use that word. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. And then another guy said, I don't like it either. And they both came down to the stage and everyone's like, oh, no, he's going to get beat up by two guys that don't even seem to know each other. (laughs) And then Michael Jackson's Black or White started to play and they had choreographed this whole dance. Oh, my God. And he was like, they were holding him up in the air and these guys were doing spins and more like like they were ballet trained <laughs> big muscly dudes what? it was the best thing I'd ever seen <laughs> I was like who is this guy he's gonna be famous and he is he is famous now that's so funny I love that he's been doing like that things like that for so long yeah another time he came and he hired like a, a barber shop for, or these guys that sang on a street corner and they sang during his act it was great. When I worked on his talk show, he did a, a number one time where he w- it was a monologue that then he said so he made a joke about calling someone on the phone and then went into a full dance number to ELO's telephone ma- line. Oh yeah, hello. Yeah. Yes, how are you? And this Have team of dancers right? came out behind him, one of whom was Kevin Federline uh, before he was famous with Britney yeah, Spears. Yeah, I do know that he was a professional backup dancer. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was for on our show, too. And like, it was like 20 dancers doing a full routine with, with Zach. Wow. Clearly, he's had dreams of dancing for yes, a long time. He's always had dancing dreams. Yeah. What if he has dance nightmares? Oh. Where you're at a recital, and it's your turn, and then your legs can't move. <laughs> that would be the dance nightmare I'd have. And no one likes your, <laughs> your outfit. Yeah, or the way you... Um, interpret a song through body movement no one likes your body movements (laughs) no one likes your weird body your waist is too long and your legs are too short i've been wanting to uh shorten my waist and lengthen my (laughs) legs and i thought that through surgery i could maybe do that you tried with that one hip well i i did i was like can we make that and then later we'll do the other one but can we make it a little longer and he said no you would be too tight you're muscles wouldn't stretch and I'm like oh okay we can't lengthen my muscles then he said no that would be very expensive I would have lent you the money I want to see that well it's you want me to see with one long leg and one normal leg I would love one long leg on you (laughs) I kind of want to see me with that too just for a year until I can afford to do the other leg yeah and you have a kind of gangster stroll walk about you but people are like Chris don't walk like that you're not that doesn't that's cult- cultural appropriation. You're like, no, no, no. It's just how my legs. Yeah, are. it's not something I'm doing. It's the the issue is I'm five nine and also five eleven, <laughs> depending on. And you get one really awesome wedge shoe, like a really large kind of a Gene Simmons boot. My my fear always was that I would have to because when I was young and one of the times I broke my foot. I broke something called a growth plate and I said uh, is that bad does that mean if I grow anymore I'm going to have one leg one little leg because my fear is always having one of those one black shoe that has a, a thick sole yeah. yeah it mm-hmm. always seems like that would be just shoe buying alone has to be this big ordeal oh where my you have God. to go to a cobbler and have added rubber 
the amount know, of errands that you would have to start doing. Yeah, yeah. think scenario. of all the times you'd have to drive across town a bunch of times just because you got new shoes. Not to mention when you're naked, one of your legs is shorter than the other. That's just right. that. I mean, but then there are people who are into that look. Right. There is a, a lid for every pot. And I think that maybe I do have one of those feet. No one's ever watched me walk and say, oh, clearly you're fully symmetrical. No, I've never heard anyone say that no, about no you. No, no one's ever said that about me. If someone said that about you, I would definitely tell you. Because that's such a lovely compliment. What have people been saying about me, Karen? They just mostly say the th- more the thing about your hair. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the reason I checked my bag. Good news. <laughs> I have Moroccan oil-based hair mask. And I know what you're thinking. Isn't a mask for just your face? Well, no. No, hell no. This is a highly fortified, very strong conditioner. It's almost dangerous to leave it in for more than five minutes because your hair will just turn to a feather that will blow away. It's so soft. So gorgeous and so from Morocco. And and uh, my friend Brianna got me all these nice hair care products. That Those things are expensive. I'm going to have yes, the fluffiest hair. No more pubic dry fro for this guy. No. I'm going to have the most beautiful soft hair, but I had to check my bag because it was all more than four (laughs) ounces. I love Moroccan hair oil a lot. I love the smell. You're familiar with the product? Oh, hell yes. Oh, okay. Don't bring a product to me I'm not familiar with. I dare you. I have Moroccan. I have the hair mask. I have a pomade. I have a oil that I drip onto my scalp. Yes. I am going to be, my hair is going to be great. And you're going to smell wonderful, which what I a, think really is, should be your concern. I don't know what I'm preparing for to have all this gorgeous hair, like an award show. I don't know. Well, I'm but, just going to have nice hair from now on. But that's the thing is it, it's, you, you don't have to know what you're preparing for. As long as you're prepared, you'll be ready. If you are dressed for success, success will be your clothing. And that's also the Tito's taco jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Let success be your clothing. Tito's tacos. That's weird. I thought it's just a place where I got (laughs) diarrhea so bad it felt like I was pooping a swarm of bees. But (laughs) that's success. They they also have a wardrobe department. Well, that's success. uh, So it goes, I love Tito's tacos. You love Tito's too. I love Tito's Tacos. What else can you do, I think? They also have delicious burritos, enchiladas, chips, and salsa, too. The only thing better than a Tito's Taco is two. I don't know why I have every commercial jingle memorized from my entire life. Well, they're not that hard to memorize since Tito's Tacos used the word two to rhyme two the entire jingle. <laughs> but I got the breakdown that, that we also have. Delicious burritos, <laughs> chips, and salsa, enchiladas, too. The only thing better than a Tito's taco is to... Okay, yeah, uh, no, Thank I need you. another pass on that song. It's, there's, it is the laziest writing. It is a list of things on the it menu. list. And then it's just putting using two and two and two. It's many times as you fucking feel like it. I just know that I have a gift for remembering jingles. That's all. No. I just want you to say I have a gift. You have a gift. Thank you. It's amazing. <laughs> I love hearing that song. You were able to recite it two times, which is the key to Tito's Tacos, apparently. I think I was just raised in front of a TV when I was younger, and, and then so I memorized all these old... Like, we're in the money with a scholarship from Crest or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah. all these. It was a specific commercial for a promotion with Crest. 
And it's been in my head since I was 11 years old. Yeah. Well, because that's the time. You were, you were probably alone in front of the TV, so you were maybe a little scared. Everything was open. Yep. You were like, Ugh, I have to pay attention to everything just in case something happens. It really is important to make kids read, I think, because I didn't. And I think I would have had so much knowledge now if I just had hit those books. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice. Or watch smart person television. Like PBS? Yeah. Yeah. Do your kids. Yeah, I'd know everything about Antique Roads and, and their shows. <laughs> oh, my God. That's one of my favorite shows. It's is when a really old road <laughs> is on his show. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to turn down here. How do I get to the motherfucking beach? Oh. Or water? It's always hard because you have to suddenly not be in the car. They. Oh. No, I just want to drive along like the one. Did I miss that? Oh, no. The, we will have to go a little further. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. Because um, it's around the Hotel California or the hotel where um, Billy Bob Thornton lives in the show Goliath that you turn left. <laughs> and then it goes down a ramp and then all of a sudden you're on the... You're in an Eagles song. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. The only thing is we can't do directions based on the TV show Goliath since I just <laughs> you simply didn't... don't know what that is. Right there, there's a yellow sign up there. Oh, if yeah. We have to go that far. Fuck. It's okay. We can get back in. Okay. I think. I'll just stay here the whole time. I really like doing comedy now. Let's do stand-up somewhere. Okay. Let's go to an open mic. Okay. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> I do not want to do that. <laughs> I do not want to. But I do want oh, it to be my job again. You know where this is? You know where we are right now? We're in the, at the Hotel Shutters. That's that right there. Oh. Which is fancy. Yeah, like, it is People kind of come fan. down there to have affairs on the weekend. I want to do that. Yeah, it's. it looked like Victorian. There was fancy lattice and, and curved wood carvings. Yeah, it's really fancy. It's all white. I knew um, my friend Nancy had her baby shower there, and I was like, yes. But there's always people that are like, I'm meeting them at Shutters for the weekend. And like, that's, I'm into that. I want, it, that's my, I want that to be my next phase of life. Meeting friends at Shutters for a mimosas? Affairs. Oh, a having Stra- affairs. Straight up weekend affairs. Well, go to AshleyMadison.com. <laughs> I hear women can join for free because there's none on there. <laughs> because they're bots. That's my favorite like th- fraud thing of all time. Yes. Is that all those men on Ashley Madison were just talking to other men. <laughs> Or bots. There, uh, my friend Sharon Houston found she's found an email. It like, and she, her boyfriend was on there, <gasps> and she was like, "Well, I found that we're all done." Oh. But now, it's less of a big deal because there was no real person he was talking to. But, she should get back together with him. Oh, well, yeah, it's God. <laughs> he was out there looking for a robot. He wanted. Also, that's so stupid because they weren't married. Just break up. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate that. Yeah. So, just but don't humiliate someone. Just break up. Yeah. Just don't humiliate them just because you like the thrill of the hunt. <laughs> you can't. And the tell of the hunt. <laughs> I'm a big, strong man. So this this show and this bar, it's Chez J or Chez J. Okay. I, I believe it's French. Okay. Chez. It's <laughs> yeah. pronounced Chez. Uh-huh. Um, and this hotel are in that show, Goliath. And it's it's a, a great show. You should watch it. Anyway, and that's how we know to turn left Up onto here. this hard to pronounce street. But Goliath itself, what what channel? Like when did it start? I believe it was an Amazon series. Okay. 
one season. I don't know if it's coming back. Got it. But he's like a he's a private eye or a, or a lawyer. Okay, maybe I didn't pay that much attention to it, but he was great <laughs> in it. He was JJ. Great. It's a very good show. It looks most cool. of it was shot there. I love it. And here we are. Here's the PCH Mumat Ahiko on ramp. Here we go. It's look at how beautiful. moody and fascinating it looks right now. Ooh, we should go to Moon Shadows. Moon Shadows, Moon Shadows. I've been chased by a Moon Shadow. Moon Shadow, Moon Shadow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a James Taylor song. <laughs> and so is this. It's Damn, this traffic jam. How I hate to be late. Hurts my motor to go so slow. Yes. Time I get home, my supper be cold. Damn, this traffic jam. Well, I left my job about 5 o'clock. Took 15 minutes before street blocks. Just in time to stand in line with the freeway looking like a parking lot. I said, damn, this traffic jam. How I hate to be. He says hates to be laid. Oh, good. That's yeah. not you saying that. No, he is. That is the first rap song I ever heard, though. James Taylor. A lot of people. I think oh. it was Blondie that started rap, but yeah. it was actually James Taylor. Bl- Blondie was the very first rapper, right? <laughs> yeah, driving in cars and you go to bars and mm-hmm. you don't get far if you have a car. And you drive all night, then you see a light, and it comes right down and it lands on the ground and out comes a man from Mars. And you try to run, but he's got a gun and he shoots you dead and he eats your head. Now you're in the man from Mars, you go out at night, you're eating cars. That's the worst fucking rap of all time. I really like that you have it. <laughs> memorized oh i actually one day did it that song came on the radio when i was in the volvo with my mom and my sister (laughs) and i started doing that and they my mom had to stop the car she was laughing so hard because (laughs) i knew every single word of the rap that's the best (laughs) i was very proud i love it here we are on whoops on the most dangerous road in Los Angeles. It seriously is fucking insane that anyone drives on this it highway. It is always scary, and everyone always drives like they have something to prove. Well, if you're driving on the one north, that means that you might probably... You're either on vacation or you live in Malibu. Either way, you have an entitlement issue. You right. think that either you're on vacation, so you should be going as slow as you want or you live in Malibu which means you don't have to adhere to any driving rules whatsoever and the most, rich and those are the people that I they do like u-turns well, I got to move my car and they will casually do a u-turn in this six lane freeway yeah and there's always racks this is always where you see a gnarled Lamborghini uh, you know there's always a scary sports car Wrecks, yeah. fast and furious type crashes. It um, makes me nervous to even think about. I think isn't this where where uh, Caitlyn Jennings got into that terrible car accident? No one talked about that. It was a what a diversionary tactic to just switch the subject to I'm I'm gonna hey I know I just murdered someone a neighbor like he ran into a neighbor it ended up being a neighbor of his. That's horrible. And then um, I don't know if charges were going to be. I, I feel like they. But then it was like, wait, I'm going to be a woman now, and everyone's like, well, that's bigger news. It's kind of like. Uh, is that the order that went? It went. It in is. Now? Yeah. Is it? I remember vividly because I'm like, wait, we're just talking about this now. What about? Because it was around the time I guess he was. On, I didn't ever watch the Kardashian show, but he was just kind of growing his hair long and talking about it. But oh, the right. actual transition. 
announcement and the the everything you need to do. But he wasn't found guilty, or like when when the police did their report. Maybe that's all that bothers me because I think he there's a look on his face when he was looking at the wreckage, and it was like he didn't care. He just was like casually looking at a crushed car. Oh no! And he just had this blank look on his face, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? He may have been in shock. Maybe he's in shock. Could have. It's possible. You're just defending him because you like Wheaties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm defending him because I want to live in Malibu one day. I've decided, aside from my Shutter's uh, Affairs weekend, which yeah. I'm not really sure where that came from, but <laughs> for real, I want. I think I want to live. I think my like goal is to have a house, or at least like. I want to go to the beach, a beach house that's literally on the beach, like Malibu style, yeah. for the weekend. One of those ones where there's like gla- a glass patio or some kind of... I'm glad that you want to start appreciating the beach. You've only been to three times. <laughs> well, I'm just... I don't know. I'm restless or something. Like, I just want to... I want life to be slightly different than well, it is. Well, coming up here on the right, but it's up on the side of the hill, so it's it's just as good as being right on the beach. There is this little trailer park. There's, like, mobile homes on it. Oh, yeah. And it's not fancy at all, but it is the coolest thing ever, and I guess celebrities rough it there. <clears throat> but I've always wanted to live there. I've seen, You know who I think... I think Flanagan used to have a, a trailer there. Really? Yes. Because he's big into... He would go to the beach every weekend with his family. God, I admire him. (laughs) And you guys have very similar hair. Oh, gosh. I wish I had more in common with him. An accent (laughs) would be nice. You could do that accent. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. Oi. It's not that hard. I turn into a a, 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 a cartoon character from a cereal (laughs) box. Hi, today. Oh, Patrick's a roadhouse. Now I turn into Popeye. That's Popeye. I just, everything turns to... to uh, she'll tell a story, but we, for a while, we were just doing Popeye, and sort of a Popeye leprechaun voice around the house for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay. And we were talking, she's like, all right then. And I'm like, okay, taking out the garbage now. And I went out to the garbage and a neighbor that I'd never talked to in the alley started started a conversation with me and I kept and I was like oh did he, did he. I just kept talking that way and um, he thought I was a crazy person yes but he was like I knew I shouldn't have talked to that dude <laughs> I knew it it was a weird time for me to get to know him but then he hired me to do some children's book drawings for him so it all ended up I hope he was but a children's book author, Chris. I hope it ended up being a book. I ended oh. up moving and I lost contact with him. God, I hope he was using those for good and not evil. <laughs> a lot of people, no one's talking about uh, the evil children's book rings. Yeah, where they just look at children's book art all the time. It's not for books. Well, no, it's written in a way, and I, I didn't mean to know and you. <laughs> But what I meant is there's <laughs> subliminal messages in the children's book that teaches kids to be evil. Oh. I don't want my drawings to be used that way. I see. Yeah. Yours is a, You're taking a different choose-your-own-adventure with this concept. Mm-hmm. I see. And I'm really, I really regret to... Basically, you said, freeze everyone, I'm a cop. And I said, <laughs> no, you're not a cop, you're Karen. What are you talking about? But you know why? Because we're comics and improv goes against everything we believe in as people. <laughs> it... it Improv isn't right. It isn't. It's 
we, it, we were raised to believe that it's a fight for the best idea. Right? Right. right. You're right. And that's maybe... Because I was in an improv group in Montana, and I think that I was always going for what I thought would be the best joke, and it would stifle the scene, the yeah. building, and the... It's like, yeah, you just got to laugh, but now we're all... We just have to end it. Right. Well, good. Because <laughs> then not only did I get a laugh, but I got the final word. <laughs> <laughs> so I won the argument if we were having one. I won the constant argument I am in with in my head I'm with every person on the planet. always fighting at least myself in my head. <laughs> Minimum me, maximum everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to not be that way, but... I'm finding that the key to driving a PCH is that it needs to be daytime. <laughs> yes. Isn't this kind of scary? It's super scary. There's no benefit to... I mean, I know that the ocean's right there. That's kind of exciting but, that clouds look weird. Well, and if you want to glance over to enjoy it, the only price you have to pay is wrapping <laughs> around a fucking pole. Well, look. Oh, you know what? I should look over and check honk honk a guy in a bike car. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is that? A dolphin? <laughs> oh. A dolphin cop? What is that? A dolphin? <laughs> oh, it's a dolphin cat. Oh, that dolphin pulled me over. <laughs> oh. Shit. God damn it. Yeah, there's nothing really, like, um, convenient or normal or reasonable about living in Malibu. But it just seems like it would be so exciting. What, what I don't understand about it is when does it start and when does it end? Are we in Malibu now? I don't know. I don't know either. We're near Gladstone's Four Fish, which Blank Patch used to yell on stage. I can only think of Blank Patch when I go by Gladstone's Four Fish because it's the number four on the sign. Uh, and that's so to me forever that will be Blank Patch. Uh, he, he blurts out the best product names. Oh, fucking his joke where he says, Tonight's show is brought to you by Ed Hardy. Ed, uh, Ed Hardy. No, sorry. It, by Axe Body Spray. Axe Body Spray. It's Ed Hardy for blind people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the best joke. It's the best joke. That was. Those were the glory days of when he would consistently host Tiger Lily. Yeah. At the Hollywood Bar and Grill and have. He'd rather have 25 of those. Yes. Commercial things every show he was so great they're so funny he's still great but he was once great also <laughs> <laughs> he was so great and now he's great and now he's passed on to being another version of great should i go up coastline and get the fuck off the wall i'm so let's get the hell out of here before something terrible happens <laughs> bmw mercedes bmw bmw nick nolte so nick nolte <laughs> nick nolte gary boosie we got to go back. Yeah. Right? Because I can't... That's just an It's going to be perfect timing. Because okay. once we're back, we can wrap this... Loving it. ...episode up. Well, right now we're in, in a T intersection, and we are basically across the intersection from us is the Pacific Ocean. There's three different ways we could commit d double suicide <laughs> homicide right now. Let's, we could just go straight into the ocean. Yes. And, and kill ourselves like we're killing a bunch of kids. Yeah. In a minivan. Fun. I'm sorry. That's really happened. And if you know anyone that's ever done that with their kids, I didn't mean to make light of it. Or we could just launch out and get <laughs> classically T-boned. <laughs> A classic T-bone. Uh, a classic T-bone into traffic that's going 60. Yes. Even though it's kind of like a, just a street. But all the cars are Ugh. Porsches that are going 60 to 80. Ugh, I'll take that T-bone medium rare. <laughs> oh. You know, 
that's, that's kind of like everything in a nutshell about Los Angeles. Like deep down, I want to live in Malibu, but it seems dangerous and impossible that mudslides, tsunamis, there's a lot of drawback. You have to be like a multimillionaire and no one wants you there. You're right. I, my concern now, as I get older, I don't know why I'm worried about natural disaster because they keep happening. Yes. Because they keep happening. But it's like, I would... I would consider it a privilege to have a giant wave come at me uh, and that be the way I go instead of a long bout with colon cancer or whatever. You know what I mean? 100%. Yes. Or a tiger attacking me or even a shark. Come on. Why am I scared of sharks? What a privilege to go that way. (laughs) The story. Yeah, did you hear about Fairbanks? He was a comedian. He fought a shark and lost. I... Did I? <laughs> and lost. But no, I'm going to show up one day and be like, I pee weird. And then they're like, you have three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, no. Uh, that's when I'm going to swim with the sharks all the time. That's I'm exactly still right. Go out my style. Then you go, that's when you start doubling down and going out. But there. I don't want to wait to have urethral and operative cancer. <laughs> I want to swim with sharks now. And I get out of the car. And <laughs> you then can. <laughs> to get hit by a car. Close enough. Yeah. And then, thanks for listening to Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> this has been our last episode, and from the street I go, honk, honk. And then a shark jumps up, a snap, done. Oh, I like I like that visual. I hope everyone followed along with it, yeah, with a picture in their brains. I think they must have. I don't think they had a choice. It, I really, I was feeling really rusty, like I'd never had a conversation before when you picked me up. I yeah. think it's good that, I think I noticed that in the guest's when we did more consistently go to the airport that they were like kind of groggy or in a bad mood or it's the really last hard. thing they wanted to do is podcast. Yeah. It's the whole idea of this podcast has been intensely flawed from the beginning. Yes, but it's still a great idea when I tell people what it is and I still just so it doesn't have to get convoluted and talk about studios and how we both are out of town or whatever. I just say, <laughs> we pick up comics at the airport and record in the car. And everyone's like, that is the best podcast idea. Yep. And I'm like, well, you think it is until it's four o'clock and you're dropping off Ian Carmel or whatever. You almost get hit by the fucking uh, bl- black spot. What's that? There's that one um, shuttle that's like yellow with black spots on it. Oh, the spot is a parking. It's 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 uh, right there by the uh, In and Out. I hate it. Yeah, yeah, and they do not like it when you uh, don't have a car there, but you get dropped off there by an Uber <laughs> at the spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's they come not allowed. Out and yell at you. Ugh. Please don't come here if you don't have your car. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just getting a burger. Let me do my thing. Also, I have to say, so. Um, I was just driving in circles for a while mm-hmm. waiting for you to come out, which is part of the agreement. That's not passive aggression complaining. I know it isn't, but I still feel bad. Continue. Please don't feel bad. <laughs> um, uh, but a couple times you, like you were landed. So I, I would go in and pull over and they're, they now have, I don't know if they're cops or they're security guards, but they're guys in black outfits with yellow reflective vests that charge your car like a bull when you pull over for a little while. Yeah. Like they challenge the car. They will not let, you cannot stop and put it in park and look for someone. If it looks like you're looking for someone and your car isn't moving. They're like, move it along. They go immediately to yelling. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Those people must be on 
some kind of Adderall, right? Just to have to like yell at cars all day. That job, and talk about a job that has no spiritual fulfillment. Oh, just all day you're the bad guy. It's yes. Just you might as well be a debt collector or work for Time Warner Cable behind <laughs> bulletproof glass, which I don't think they have to do anymore. But you used to have to bring in this. Yes. Uh, the bill and this, the, the yeah, box. Here I'm done with you guys, and please don't. <laughs> yell at me and then they're behind glass and they act however they want because yeah, that's you know, right but yeah what a, i always thought what a terrible job or being a meter maid or you but know. this one i think this might be even worse than all of those because mm-hmm. they're ending exhaust there's all that exhaust captured in those right in those what do you call them like where you pull over because yeah. it's just cars in a little half open tunnel i'm gonna start calling the poles Whatever you call them. <laughs> I'm in uh, Terminal 3 at the 7th, whatever you call them. What, do you, what are you saying? What it's, do you a call, call, it's a whatever you call it's them. It's a whatever you call it's them. It's a column. It holds up the... It, a column that says whatever I on the know, side of it. I know, but what are, they, what are they called? That's what I said. <laughs> Early baseball comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, this might be the way to do it. You yeah. go back along the water side. And it's kind of cool because you can see the, the... Look how far away the Santa Monica Pier is. You can see the Ferris wheel and... Yeah. Isn't that fun? Makes yeah. you think of Lost Boys. You're eating maggots, Michael. God. But that was in Santa, in Santa Cruz, wasn't it? Yes, it's very deceiving because they said it was in San Dimas. It, did they really? Yeah. Hmm. But it was on the Santa Cruz Pier. What a film. What a great film. I loved it. I did too. It was so good. Well, first of all, wasn't Diane Weiss the mom? She was great. She is just... Yeah, oh... Oh, you do? No, you do. She is great. You do. No, you do. She was like a mom, and she had that, uh, I've just got over a sickness haircut always in her life. Always. It's a mom haircut. But she was kind of, uh, I'm realizing right now, kind of a sexy lady, the way she talked. Well. Sexy mom. What am I talking about, Karen? Look, this is the new thing these days. Look at those light-up bikes like it's a rave. Oh, how obnoxious. (laughs) Hit a rock. I'm sorry. They're having fun. I'm so sorry. I'm just jealous of their fun. Yeah, me too. I want fun. It's the reason I lash out at most people. (laughs) At most bikes. (laughs) (laughs) Diane Weiss, really quickly, just to go back for one second, Mm -hmm. is the, she is beautiful faced, but Mm -hmm. she's super low key. Yep. And so then she's always like the really understanding mom. She was also the mom in Footloose. That's what the impression I was that I often do. Parenthood. Sure. Parenthood mom where she's a very believable mom, but she has this real beautiful kind of very feminine softness to her. Right. So she's never like the angriest she gets in parenthood. It's hilarious because even at her angriest, she just still isn't acting that mad. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's the magic of Diane Weiss. That's just good acting is what that is. That's right. I, um, I enjoy the film uh, Punch Drunk Love, and I feel like always have thought that uh, Adam Sandler's a good actor, and of course his own movies, we all know, they're ridiculous. But I watched this movie the other day called The the 
Meyerowitz stories. Oh yeah, I it's saw a, that. I did you like it? I didn't. I didn't watch it. I saw it on I, the Netflix queue. It is. There's so many specific family things. Like he needs to get his hip replaced, and he's just telling everyone it's his back. There's so many things. <laughs> his dad's an artist. The sibling the way they love each other but there's a rivalry for the dad's attention even though he's when he's around the other sibling he he just brags about the one that isn't there and vice versa so yeah. they all think that they love the other one more yes there's all these it's so good it's such a good movie okay i've seen it it's great dustin hoffman is so good ben stiller is so good in it it's all those guys acting and there's not a lot of jokes in it oh it's like a woody allen kind of movie it's all dialogue it's i don't know why people aren't talking about it more Uh, i will put my money on it if if people watch (laughs) it and they don't like it i will judge them you get a t-shirt yeah you get a (laughs) t-shirt oh is okay never mind i thought that guy's on the wrong side i did too every reason to believe that right yes there's nothing about Highway 1 that isn't insanely that scary. That was very strange. There yes. should not be a wall between us and a car right next to us going in the same direction. No. That should never be a visual. No, it looked like that car was being fed into going the wrong way, like going into oncoming traffic. It really scared me. It just it really scared me. I started to sweat, but it's okay. Nothing happened. It's almost like going driving the 1, you run this gauntlet, and if you can make it to your multi-million dollar beach house, <laughs> you're even more relaxed. Yeah. When you get there. Yeah, you appreciate your expensive home even more because you're not dead in it. That's right. <laughs> you're alive. That's right. You've made it. You you're finally alive for the first time. I imagine feeling that every day at 7:30 when you're done driving through traffic that started at 5 p.m. That is going to kill you every time. Then you get to your multi-million dollar all glass beach house. You make your food. Yeah. And you go to bed. Well, you go to the on the patio though to eat the food. Oh, okay. Cuz that's the big payoff. But I just, when someone (laughs) is rich and they work hard to be rich and they have to drive to get to their house and there isn't a lot of time for you to just, I'd like to just hang out. I don't like having jobs. I'm kind of lazy. Yeah, me too. For sure. But you get jobs. You work. I know, but I don't like it. (laughs) I'm just a workaholic. I'm just a workaholic. Like I'm a, a holic everything. When I have jobs, I'm I I can get I have a work ethic. I just avoid it so I don't have to engage it. Yes, right. well, because it's kind of tiring and yeah. My thing is that I have to. We've talked about this a million times. I just have to do something. I'm in a very strange point in my life where Where'd I have it? lots of great things happening and then also absolutely nothing at all happening. It's great. That's everyone's. That's what everyone wants. I know it, it's true, but it means that I'm going to have to take a class or something. Oh, I'm going to okay. because I don't. I don't go out enough. I don't right. like socialize enough. Right. It can't always be fucking stand up shows. Right. I agree. Would yeah. it, would you do something like an art class? I can't see myself doing anything. Maybe that's why you should do it. I know, but... (laughs) I know what I said sounds wise, but no, if you don't want to do it, don't fucking do it. But, like... That's the reason you should start painting, Karen. You're scared of it? You're scared of it. Don't you believe that? I am definitely scared. I hate it when people analyze. (laughs) And I like the way that as... What the audience doesn't know at home is... As Chris was analyzing me, he was also doing a big, kind of round, cartoonish point at me. Every time he'd point... 
point right over like a big cartoon bear yeah. warning me about something fire or picnic baskets Smokey the bear Smokey the bear rowling and a growling and a sniff in the air he can smell a fire before it starts to flame oh Smokey the bear that's how he got his name no yep. is that real fuck yeah it's real <laughs> fuck yeah it's real that's Smokey the bear theme song what did he have his own show? From the forties to the early sixties, at <laughs> that least. Was, it was on after Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. My dad. My dad used to sing that to me. Oh my god, <laughs> to, that was to, good to put me to bed. <laughs> he warned me about fire. There's a bear that can smell smoke. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> only he can save. No, only you can prevent forest fires. Yes. That's the bears putting a lot on you. What yeah, if I don't? Then I'll fucking eat you. You're, you're oh. the one wearing the fucking forest ranger yeah. outfit, you bear. It's oh. your job. I don't, yeah, I don't want some honorary government job where I have to help you with forest service duties. Not at age eight. I would get off on Lincoln, maybe. Okay, let's see if I can. Oh, if you can't, it's okay. okay. Let's be safe or be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> Well, this was quite a drive. It was quite a drive. Thank you for indulging me in my let's go to Malibu for no reason idea. No, I'm glad we did. I wish that uh, my initial plan to be recording before you picked me up were, of course, uh, my batteries were dead. So imagine if at the beginning of this podcast I said, this is Do You Need a Ride? I'm about to get picked up. That would have been a first. Yeah, People would have really enjoyed that. That would have been fun. And also if you had been wearing a little hat with the card that said <laughs> press in it. And when you got into the car, you acted like you were there to in- I, ask me some questions. I think it would also be great if I had all that. But I also had a chauffeur thing with <laughs> your name on it. But you're the one picking me up. <laughs> it's like, what does that guy do? You chauffeur yourself right into my car. And I'm interviewing people like, who's that guy? Like um, <laughs> Nick Broomfield, the British documentarian. Uh, James Adomian does a thing about the guy that does the places, oh, oh, places yes. around Hugh uh, Hauser. Hugh Hauser. But he goes, that's amazing. <laughs> well, that's, what's that, apricot jelly? That's just amazing. The one where he's talking to a border patrol agent. <laughs> yes. And in the background, you can see people running into America. And it's terrific. <laughs> So this, so this fence will keep them, and then people are just casually, uh, or okay. they're stealing something, or something. I don't know. It was funny. It was a funny juxtaposition. If you uh, have never heard of Huell Hauser because you live in a different state, is this a one-way street? No. No, it's good. Um, go onto YouTube. There's <laughs> best of Huell Hauser clip compilations. Yes. And it is some of the funniest boring shit you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, it, it is the best. He points at anything and goes, this is amazing. <laughs> it's so it, good. It'll just be a wet, dirty quilt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, amazing. He will. Let's oh, go to see you, guy. Karen. Let's have dinner. Yes, please. I'm, I'm around. Okay. We're, we're going to go eat dinner. Why are you honking at us? There's a fucking person. Go through them. Sorry. Wow. I didn't mean to get upset. <laughs> <laughs> I have this thing right now where it seems like there's a lot of people coming at us. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels challenging to drive right now. Yeah, it's because it's uh, the lighting. 
You're, oh. you're yeah. It's I, so dark. It's it's but it's hazy. There's this uh, what do you call it? Inversion? What did you call it? Offshore oh, the, flow. Yes, there's definitely an offshore flow. Wait, am mm-hmm. I going the right way? You're doing great. Am I? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. And maybe we can eat. Uh, oh, we'll pick a place. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I love it. It's good to see you. It's good to do another episode. You've been uh, you've been listening to. Do you need a ride? D Y N A R. Oh, hello to you. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim Give us a time and date Terminal and gate We wanna send you off in style We wanna welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malphorn Uh, with Karen and Chris.